Are you an accredited investor and looking to deploy capital into one of the strongest asset classes on the planet? If you said yes, I want to invite you to join DJ for a free webinar this week that will show you some of the opportunities that our company is focusing on. You'll find that link in today's show notes. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Adams, and I'm a lucky guy because today I'm in the studio with Stuart Grazier. He's been a Navy pilot for the last 16 years, but about 10 years ago, he decided to do some real estate on the side. So even working full-time, he's been able to do some incredible things such as buy, uh, have a small part in 74-unit apartment building, have a small part in a 36-unit mobile home park, as well as he currently owns 12 mortgages, not sure how many he's done, but he also has uh, four other rental properties in Birmingham. He's starting a turnkey business in Milwaukee, and um, I guess there's more. So, Stuart, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, thanks, Adam. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, just kind of, uh, I've been uh, in the real estate game for about 10 years now. Um, started uh, after I came back from uh, a deployment from Iraq. I just spent uh, like 10 months in Iraq and just learned everything I possibly could. And uh, then decided just to start taking action. And um, so I've done, uh, I flipped homes um, and uh, I've done lease options. Um, but uh, the, the significant part of my business has been um, the mortgage note investing. Um, just because I like so, how, how passive it is. Um, and as a full-time uh, active duty military guy, it's, um, <laughs> you know, I've got to find something that's, that's uh, more passive income than, you know, a full on job of, of flipping homes, which I got it. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what everybody's going to learn today is how to buy and sell mortgage notes, but not like everybody else who's come on the show and talked about mortgage notes. Stuart actually buys the first position mortgage and the second position mortgage and does something really, really creative. So get ready for that, guys. And the other thing that we'll talk a little bit about is how he buys houses just totally conventionally with a regular 80-20 loan. But what's kind of cool is how he sells them on owner finance with a wrap. So get ready for a lot of information. My first question for you today is why are you starting to do turnkey rentals in Milwaukee? Well, I've found that um, kind of the, the turnkey business in general, again, is kind of uh, it's a great way for for military guys like me to get in as a passive investor. Um, you can basically buy a house that's fully rented, fully rehabbed, um, and it's producing income from day one. So I really like that idea just for my own personal portfolio. And so um, I joined uh, with another military guy and we want to start creating that for um, for our network for other military guys um so so they can start uh gaining financial freedom um you know like like we've been pursuing um so far um so i like the idea like the like the model and um so we've just decided to take action and, and start uh, creating that product and opportunity for for our own um military network okay well okay so how about this why my why milwaukee um, so my my business partner, he's uh, my college roommate. Um, he uh, married a, a lady that's from Milwaukee, and they have a bunch of rental properties there as well. And so he, he has a really good connection to a, a full team there. And so we just started kind of talking to them about the idea. 
Um, and, and we also like uh, the market. I think um, it's, it's kind of been flat for a long time, um, mm. but uh, it, it's a good price point and the rent to, to purchase ratios are really good. And uh, we see a lot of new businesses um, coming to Milwaukee. A lot of, uh, there's a bunch of articles about, you know, uh, Fortune 500 companies leaving Chicago and, and moving to Milwaukee. Um, and uh, there's a really big company um, that just uh, broke ground on a huge um, facility down in, in southern Milwaukee called Foxconn Technology. They're out of Taiwan and they're um, building a $10 billion facility um, down there. So I think it's going to bring a, a ton of jobs and a, a lot of growth to the area. Got it. How do you spell Foxconn Technology? I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, I think it's uh, F-O-X-C-O-N-N. Okay. All one word? I believe so. Got it. All right. I'll throw that down there. And um, let's see, how will you make your money when you're doing this turnkey business? So we're on the buying and the selling piece. Um, we'll, we'll buy them at a discount because they're all um, distressed properties. Um, we will uh, rehab them and then get a renter in place. And then uh, we'll sell them to, to uh, other folks that are wanting, wanting the uh, rental property, you know, at, at kind of the full market value. Um, but they'll still get a great deal, great return uh, because of that uh, rent to price ratio is, is, uh, is really good there. Cool. Um, how are you getting your deals? Like you were saying that you can buy them distressed on a discount. How are you finding them? Yeah, so we, uh, we were fortunate enough to, uh, to connect with uh, a local realtor there in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And she's been in the business for about 28 years. And she's just, she's just a hustler. She just goes out and um, either off market or on market, she'll go out and, and find, she knows exactly what we're looking for as far as kind of the numbers go. And uh, she goes out and then she'll just send us the deals um, based off of our criteria. Um, and uh, we'll just you know say yes or no and then make an offer if we like it. How many do you think you'll do in 2018? Our goal is um, we'd like to get to where we're doing about five a month. Um, okay. We made our, our first offer last week, so we're just getting this thing ramped up. Um, nice. The biggest uh, hurdle for us right now is just the, the funding piece. We're, we're trying to find, reach out to our buddies and friends and kind of some bigger network of investors to get uh, the, the capital um, to start uh, funding them. So, um, but yeah, we... We'd like I, to get to five a month. I think I might be able to help you with that. So at the end, let's talk about funding Milwaukee, okay? Awesome. Uh, next thing, let's see. So we kind of teased the audience a little bit when we talked about how you were buying first and second position notes. So why don't you give us that, how, how you're doing that and, and how it helps you? Yeah, sure. Um, so kind of at the beginning uh, of my days as a real estate investor, uh, I'm kind of one of those guys that, that uh, just likes to take action and um, jump into things with maybe sometimes not as much information as I probably should have. <laughs> and uh, it got me in trouble right away. I actually um, kind of met uh, some folks in Dallas uh, where I'm originally from mm -hmm. and uh, they were looking for private money lenders. And so um, I just started to, to take as much capital as I could, especially from, I just got back from a deployment and I invested that capital with, with this uh, investor. He was just rehabbing properties and he was looking for private money. Uh, ended up being not so great of a deal because he got too, too big for his britches and um, started you know, doing, doing bad deals. And uh, he actually um, went to jail for it. And so I lost a lot of money on it, um, but it was kind of a, a catch 22 where 
I, I met uh, a lawyer that uh, I had reached out to to ask about the situation and he was doing mortgage notes and he said, Hey, I'll take you under my wing and, and let me show you how to do it right. Um, so he kind of, he showed me, you know, what he did and how to do it the correct way and make what um, you need to be looking for. So um, I started really small, just like one deal. I think it was like a $25,000 deal um, that I put uh, $5,000 into. And, um, and um, the mortgage note actually uh, sold about six months later and there's quite a bit of equity in it. And uh, I was like, you know, this, this is pretty awesome. So started learning more about it, got connected with him and he connected with, with uh, more investors um, to where I en ended up getting connected to a guy who was on the front end of it doing the actual uh, purchase and rehab of the homes. Mm. And uh, his model was buy the distressed house, fix it up, and then um, sell it through owner financing to create the mortgage note. Okay. And, then would, and then he would sell off those mortgage notes to other investors like myself. Um, but what they did was, you know, they fully went through the um, RMLO process, the reg registered mortgage loan originator process to create a first and a second position uh, note um, because most of the buyers couldn't put down a full 25% down. Um, so it would also, it would create a first and a second position. Okay. So, so what I would do is I would buy the package. I would buy the first position and the second position, um, but I would buy it at a discount. Um, normally I would buy it at a 10% to 15% discount. Um, so 10% off. 10% off of the okay, okay. price. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, so um, that would allow for me to have the full package at a discount. Um, but then what I could do was sell off the first position immediately um, at the full price to where I would end up getting the second position lien um, at a greater discount. And, and it would um, create quite a bit higher of a yield on the return. So let's answer this question for the listeners. If you just bought the first and second lien together as a package at a, five, at a 10 or 15% off discount, what would your cash on cash be? Yeah, it would, it would be around, um, so I kind of crunched the numbers on an example deal. Mm -hmm. It would be around 10%. And if you sell the first mortgage and keep the second, what is your cash on cash? About uh, 12%. Um, I'm sorry. If I sell the first, mm -hmm. and the second, um, it goes up to, depends on how much of a discount, but uh, it goes up to about anywhere from a 16 to a 20% um, cash on cash. Great. So that's why you're selling that first mortgage. Right. And remind me when you were talking about how you're picking up these mortgages at a discount, who are you buying these from? Your friend? Um, yeah, I, I call him a friend. He's more of a, um, just a, a business uh, um, colleague and he, mm -hmm. he lives in, in Dallas and uh, you know, they're, they're doing 10 to 20 a month so that they're, they're just knocking them out of the park. Okay. And where are the, and these are performing notes, right? Correct. These are all performing notes. Okay. So you're the first person on the show who's ever done performing notes. So it's yeah. kind of interesting. Uh, where are all, these located? Yeah, Dallas? Mostly in Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Fort Worth, and um, he's moved to Houston as well. So I've bought a few in Houston. 
Okay, and um, I had another question earlier when you were talking about the first mortgage that you purchased. You said that you spent, you said it was only a $25,000 mortgage, but you spent five. So I wanted to find out how did you spend five to get a 25? Were you just as, were you a partner in it or were you getting it at a large discount? Yeah, I was getting it at a really large discount. Okay. Um, it had been seasoned for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, the, the investor that I bought it from, who was the, the lawyer that I had reached out to, um, he had owned it for quite quite uh, a long time, and um, he was he was willing to to um, unload it uh, for quite a big discount. And remind us, once you had that twenty five thousand dollar mortgage for five five thousand, uh, what was your exit strategy? Uh, it was just a hold. All okay. the um, um, once I bought them for good, it's just a hold strategy. It's just um, that's and that was my original plan was just um, passive income. Okay. And eventually, if they're paying you every month, it will get paid off. Uh, so do you know when that 25K note is is out of there? Yeah. Um, I bought it with like five years left. Um, okay. The first one that I did. Um, the ones that I'm buying now, um, they're just starting. And so they're, they're um, over a 23-year period. Okay. The, the investor who's creating the mortgage note um, finances it over a 23 year period. Great. Thanks for going through all the details. Um, let me see. All right. So talk about when you're purchasing these houses on a conventional note, uh, teach, teach us what is a mortgage wrap in the first place? What is, what is that? And then how are you making money with it? Yeah, sure. Um, so, uh, we started with actually the house that we lived in, um, you know, being in the military, we move every two to three years. And so if, if you decide to buy a house, you kind of have to figure out what you're going to do with it um, once you once you leave that duty station. And so once I kind of learned this mortgage note process, uh, we decided to try it out on our own personal home. Um, so we we bought the house that we lived in conventionally with just conventional terms. And we'll, you know, we'll say it's Chase Bank. And um, just for easy numbers, let's say we bought it at 100000 This was in Fort Worth, Texas. So is uh, pretty cheap there. Um, so we bought it for a hundred thousand uh, dollars with Chase Bank at a 30-year loan for four percent interest. Mm -hmm. um, and we lived there for three years and then when we decided uh, to sell it, um, instead of just selling it conventionally outright, we decided to offer owner financing terms. Okay. And um, so we um, decided to sell it for a hundred and sixty-five thousand at nine percent interest rate. Okay, and what uh, what about the amortization? Same, thirty years. Okay. Yep. So, um, so what we what you do in this situation is called a wraparound mortgage, and mm -hmm. um, we keep the underlying mortgage in our own name. So Chase Bank thinks that we still have a mortgage. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we do have a mortgage on the house, um, but we sold it. We sold it with owner financing terms, with basically a mortgage wrapped on the underlying uh, mortgage. And so okay. What we end up doing is creating immediate equity in the deal. So we created $65,000 of equity and we also create that spread between the interest rates. So we're paying 4% on a hundred thousand and the buyer's paying 9% on 165,000. All right. So let me ask you a couple, I've got three questions queued up. The first one is you said you spent a hundred K was that the more, was that the mortgage is a hundred K? So was there a down payment? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. What, okay. What did you, what, what did you put down? 
So we did um, an FHA loan, so it's 3% down. Okay, so less than five grand probably. Correct. And then when you sold it for 165K with a 30-year amortization at 9%, what was the down payment that you requested from the buyer? Yep, we asked for 10% down. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully everybody's doing the math there because I've already got dollar signs going in my eyes. So yeah, good stuff. Uh, second question, whose name is on the house when you've sold it with owner financing? Yep. So the deed actually, the title of the house actually transfers to, to the, um, the buyer that we sold to owner financing. Okay. Uh, coupled with that, what kind of deed do they get? Um, it's just, it's a trust deed. It's the first, it's a, yeah, it's a trustee um, in Texas. Okay. So it's not a general warranty deed? No. Okay. A trust deed. I've never done a wraparound mortgage, so I'm fascinated to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I've done all sorts of random strategies, but never, never one of these. So the next question is, how is your note secure? Um, my note is secured um, through the real estate. So, okay, so so Chase or I don't remember if you I think you said Chase. Yeah. They have a first position mortgage mm -hmm. for a hundred K. What does your security look like with a hundred sixty five? Um it so I guess technically it would be a, a a second position. Okay. Um yeah, it would be a second position. Okay. And is your so basically um you have a note to somebody for the entire 165. You're not making a note for 65, right? So, okay, so you have this, and then it's all wrapped around and encompassing. I'm using my hands a lot right now yeah, for no. the people that are on the podcast and can't see this. Um, so this will also be on YouTube if you ever want to see uh, for the audience. So basically, you have this $165,000 note for 30 years, 9% interest, as on top of that, there is another note that's for 100K. And the question that can come to mind now is, are you able to just pay off that 100K? If you if you got the money, could you just pay off that 100K and keep the 165K note in place? Absolutely. So yep. the way it's written allows you to do that. And same Correct. question, what if they paid you off then what do you do with your 100K? Do you automatically have to pay it off? I mean, yes, I, I would. I don't, okay. think I don't think it's required, but I would. Okay, good yeah. deal. All right, I appreciate you going through all of those steps. Is there one other piece of advice since I've not done my own wraparound? Is there one other piece of advice that you can help the listeners with that would help them to be able to do this? Yeah. I think uh, kind of from the very get go, we talked about it is just um, just your net, you know, networking and, and um, trying to figure out who can do it and who's professional with it. Um, I, I always use a, um, a RMLO, a registered mortgage loan originator, um, and they're the ones that you know they're almost like a, a mortgage broker. They, they um, will do um, all of the legwork to get it done correctly. Um, always use a legal team, a real estate lawyer. Um, to do all the paperwork correctly. Um, so, you know, don't try to just go out and do it on your own. Make sure it's it's done correctly because, I mean, you are, um, you know, you are, you are working with, uh, you know, a lot of legal structure that needs to be done correctly. 
And just out of curiosity, have you have you done the math on what your payment was with that four percent and what you got for the delta on making income when you were selling it at a nine percent? Yeah. Um, so the um, the example I was using is is a real deal in Fort Worth. It's um, our our mortgage payment's about four hundred fifty dollars, and uh, the payment to us is around a thousand and fifty. Holy cow! Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so this is this is awesome because you don't have uh, you're not paying for roofs you're not paying for anything like a landlord would have to pay, right. but you're still making a, a solid six hundred dollars off of off of a house that right. you originally put five thousand dollars down. Correct. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. So there's a few other things that you've been doing that I think we could go over a little bit. First off, how'd you get those four rentals in Birmingham, Alabama? Yeah, so um, kind of back to the turnkey model, which is um, why we kind of started it. Um, I uh, I reached out, uh, I you know, through my network again, they told me about a, a turnkey product in Birmingham, Alabama. I'd done a lot of research on the uh, the market and uh, thought it was a really good market. Um, so, so they were all turnkey products. Um, so I, I bought four rental properties all at once through a turnkey company in, in Birmingham. How much did you have to put down on each of them? So I, I, I did conventional loans on them all. Um, so it was 20% down on each one of them. Okay. Um, yeah. They're all around uh, $85,000 purchase price. Got it. And uh, they all rent for around $900 a month. Cool. That's great. Uh, how about those 12 mortgages? We kind of covered some of the ways that, and strategies that you're picking up your mortgages, but is there any other information as far as note investing goes that you need to share with the listeners? Uh, yeah, so all the ones that, that I currently own are, are ones that either I created myself through that wraparound mortgage. Mm -hmm. um, we did a few others um, after we sold our personal property. Um, where we just kind of did all the legwork ourselves. We we bought it, we rehabbed it um, with a conventional loan in place and then sold again through a wraparound mortgage. So we have, uh, I would say three that we did that way. And then the other ones we've all purchased um, through uh, my connection in Dallas. Um, and they're all performing notes. Great, thank you. So, how and why did you get involved into that first 74 unit apartment building as a passive investor? So I, I wanted to start learning, learning that, uh, that world, the, the syndication world, um, which, uh, I definitely want to move into eventually. So I, I, you know, I figured the best way to learn is to actually take part of one. Yep. Um, and, uh, so I was a passive investor on that one. Um, again, it was through uh, my military network. The guy who started it um, is uh, a former Navy pilot and uh, now Southwest Airlines pilot. And he's uh, done quite a few apartment syndications. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, I, I was offered to uh, be a part of one of them. And uh, it was a huge, huge uh, learning curve for me. It was great. Cool. So your main goal was to start learning the syndication model. Has that happened by being passive through this 74 unit? Yeah. So um, I actually went to uh, a conference um, earlier this year, the best ever conference uh, here in Denver, Colorado, and, and met quite a few people. Um, one of them was uh, a lady named Amy Wan, who um, started doing uh, Bootstrap Legal, which is basically uh, a company that helps uh, start a syndication. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I joined with uh, three other uh, Navy guys, and we have uh, since put together um, a, a single-family rental fund. Um, cool. And uh, so we just got uh, completed with um, all the paperwork, and uh, we're so now we're in the capital raise phase. And so you did, uh, so three people, I'm making some notes, guys, three people, a single-family rental fund with Amy Wan, right? Correct. Okay, so the question is, how much did it cost you to get that done? Yeah, uh, so I, I don't know. I don't want to um, bust okay. any bubble, but uh, it was it was very cheap in comparison to um, to most uh, other ones that we've looked into. I would okay. say less than ten thousand dollars. Okay, and who knows? It, it could change. Yep. And this podcast is it should be evergreen, but we're also looking at doing a fund right now. Is is yours a reg A or do you reg. know a reg D? Yeah, a reg D five hundred six B or C uh, B. We can uh, non accredited investors. Okay, okay, all right. So maybe it's unfair for me to to compare it, but we're looking to do a reg A plus. Okay. And the quote is seventy five thousand, and we've heard that that's cheap. So the yeah. quote to get it done is seventy five thousand. So. Yeah. Uh, did you look into Reg A? We did not. No. Okay. Um, and talked. so you were basically looking between a uh, 506C and a 506B, right? Correct. And why did you choose to go with friends and family instead of accredited investors? Yeah. So kind of again, um, the the whole like mission uh, for me is to is to um, help you know my fellow military guys um, mm-hmm. be real estate investors. And, and gain financial freedom through it. Um, so we wanted to to market to our own group, and and most military folks aren't accredited investors. Okay. So we wanted a lower barrier to entry, um, a lower price point uh, to buy into, um, and so that that was kind of the goal. So it's it's not a you know a huge multi million dollar fund. Um, mm-hmm. The goal is to buy five to ten rental properties per year. Um, so per month or per year? Per year. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's that's separate from what you're doing uh, with your uh, Milwaukee five properties per month. Yeah. Um, okay. And the goal probably will be to take those turnkeys and then sell them to the single family fund. As cool. Well. Yeah. That'd be great. I like it. You're, you've masterminded this entire thing. Yes, yeah. it's it's awesome to hear that. Uh, tell me a bit about the 36 unit mobile home park. Um, that is that's interesting because some people are extremely um, aggressive and they all they can think of is mobile homes and other people like me we just don't know enough about them and we just we think they're risky because we don't know everything yeah. that you don't know is risky and uh, I don't know if I'll ever touch one so tell me what what made you feel comfortable getting into that and how are the returns yeah so um with this one, it was a it was actually a pretty uh, small investment. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, again, it was kind of you know I wanted to learn about it, and so I just um, jumped into it. Um, and, and it was really more uh, the person that I invested with instead of the actual uh, plan. Uh, another Navy pilot, um, and uh, you know really good connection there. Um, he started out, and it was a super small investment. I, I invested five thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars, and. Uh, so again, it, that was the first one I actually did. Um, the apartment one was next. And it's the same guy? No, the different, same operator. Okay. No, different guys. Okay. Um, and uh, 
So again, you know, I wanted to see like how it was done, how it was operating, how, you know, the paperwork involved in it, um, how they communicate with me um, and just kind of see that, how, how it operations uh, work um, to then eventually learn it to do it myself. Have both of those syndications that you've invested in passively been giving you good returns? Um, so, so I, I wouldn't say great. Um, okay. They've uh, both of them have, have offered returns. Um, but I think both of them are still in the very early stages of, of that value add piece. Um, both, oh, of, okay. both of them were uh, kind of a value add play. Got it. And, uh, so they're still, you know, working on, on, on that side of the house. And all of this, all of this, while working full-time serving the country in the U.S. Navy. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Appreciate it. I get, Thank I get you. Up, uh, pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, everything that you've shared has been great. Um, I am ready to move into the final five, but right after these messages. Hey, guys, I wanted to share something with you. Rod Cleef's invited me and some other members of our multifamily mastermind group to join him in Chicago for a three-day event for apartment investors who are looking to get that slight edge to skyrocket their success. I'm about to share a link with you. It's also in the show notes because I truly want to see you join us in Chicago. It's rodcleef.com slash Adam Adams. The event is super affordable, but using that link will allow you to save an additional 20 to 30% off your ticket. I'd love to see you put yourself in the top 1% of successful multifamily syndicators by taking action right now while the prices are still low. Go to rodcleef.com slash Adam Adams. All right, are you ready for the final five? ready first question what's the most creative deal you've done and since we've gone through so many maybe you could say the most profitable it's up yeah, to you probably that first one uh, the wraparound mortgage that I did um, with our own home um, just creating that spread of, of sixty five thousand dollars and five percent interest um, it, it's it's pretty pretty good deal perfect thank you for sharing and then next question what is a book that you would recommend to the audience Oh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's probably cliche, but um, the the first one that, that I read was, was uh, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Rob. Excellent. Thank you. That's, I recommend that to everybody, and I'm glad yeah. that you said that. So how about, uh, where were you five years ago from today? So think back into five years, and then where will you be five years from now? So it's a double question. Yeah. Uh, five years ago, uh, we were just moving to uh, Naples, Italy. Um, and uh, I had um, not invested in any of the syndications, um, and I had um, just started learning uh, that uh, creative process for the mortgage note investing. Um, and uh, so uh, my net worth was about half of it is now, and um, so five years in the future, I will be just retiring from, from the Navy, and uh, my goal is to completely uh, replace uh, my, my military income through all this passive income that, uh, that I've created. Uh, so the goal is to double my net worth and to completely replace uh, my military income. Great. Um, I'll stop there for just a second because I had a quick question. So did you say that five years ago you hadn't done any of this? You've, you hadn't, uh, actually you had been involved in real estate for 10 years total. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you've so that, doubled you've doubled your your net worth in the last five years. You've gotten involved in the syndications and you've done quite a bit. That's correct. awesome. And then in five years you'll be retired from the military. 
Correct. Replacing your passive income. I yeah. love it. Uh, the next question that I have for you is how do you give back? Yeah, so um, I, I've created a, a website, um, Military Investor Network, um, and uh, started about two years ago. And, and the idea um, behind it is uh, to educate and teach. Is it militaryinvestornetwork.com? Correct. Yes. Okay, okay. All right. I missed the .com. Sorry. So yeah. you're there to educate and teach uh, people that are doing the same thing that you're doing. Correct. Yep. Okay. Do that. And then um, through that, we, we uh, support, um, right now it's three uh, nonprofit organizations. Um, wow. Through monthly giving. And, and they're all uh, um, supporting a military cause. Um, so, uh, yeah. Which, which one of those three profits are you the most, three nonprofits are you the most, uh, passionate about? Um, well, probably, gosh, I mean, I, I, I like them all. Okay. They all have their, um, you know, s separate, uh, missions that are great. Um, uh, gosh, you got me on the spot. No biggie. What? Just tell us about one of them. Yeah. So uh, one of them is called uh, the Travis Manion Foundation. Okay. Um, it uh, it was started uh, by a, a, a mom who whose son went to the Naval Academy where I went to school. He was a Navy SEAL, um, and uh, he lost his life um, uh, while serving. And uh, it's really about uh, um, educating and empowering um, uh, character. Um, his uh, is the key phrase of, of the organization is if not me, then who? Um, so it's really uh, taking action and, um, you know, teaching the youth and, um, you know, learning about character. Um, they do a lot of, uh, you know, local projects out in town um, and uh, it's just a really cool organization. Thank you, Stuart. So how do people get a hold of you if they want to, if, if they know you already and they can invest with you or if they want to learn how you're doing some of this stuff, how do they find you? Yeah, so that website, um, uh, militaryinvestornetwork.com. Okay. Um, or they, and they can email me, Stuart at militaryinvestornetwork.com. S T U A R T. Yep, that's it. Okay, I'll get that in the show notes. So scroll down right now if you want to get a hold of Stuart. Thank you for your time. Appreciate you. All right, cool. Hey, Take thanks it easy. So much, Adam. I appreciate it, man. Wall Street can be a bumpy road. If you're an accredited investor and not seeing the returns your financial planner promised you, I'd like to invite you to a webinar Blue Spruce is hosting that can show you how you can achieve higher returns secured by one of the safest asset classes on the planet. You can sign up quickly and easily for free for this live webinar by following the link in today's show notes.